Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Art of NBC podcast. And today we're going to focus on going home for the holidays or having your family visit you for the holidays. Either way, the idea is when you deal with your family, sometimes it can be extra challenging because we have years of unresolved issues that have not disappeared. They've just been tucked under a rug ready to pop out at the slightest hint and they can be very challenging dealing with family you can get triggered by the slightest comment very fast hard to think straight so today's episode i want to just give you some pointers some tips and go over a few common situations that might occur and how you can deal with them so the first thing i recommend doing is to commit commit to yourself that you are going to use NVC and emergency empathy anytime you feel triggered or you notice that someone else is triggered. And remember, it doesn't always mean super triggered or obviously triggered because we tend to hide when we're triggered or annoyed and it'll come out in a passive aggressive comment or some little statement that kind of implies that you're bad or wrong or you're dumb and kind of pass it off as a joke but internally you're triggered you're hiding it they're passing off as a joke and that's a a good place to use nbc okay so commit so that's the first thing just commit no i'm gonna do it when i'm triggered when someone else is triggered i'm gonna do it then in the moment when you're triggered recommit in your head do nbc do it do it do it because it it, if you've tried it you know that the moment you're triggered the last thing you want to do is nbc what you actually want, usually want to do, most of us, me included, is prove them wrong or use logic or say, no, that's not what happened or start pointing out facts. The problem is those don't work in that moment. NVC does work when used correctly. OK, so committing to doing it. And then you, I also recommend committing to not taking whatever they've said personal. You just no matter what it is, don't take it personal. Don't defend yourself yet. You know, temporarily, you dodge it. Whatever they said, whatever little comment, whatever it implies that you're greedy, that you're not smart, that you're messy, whatever. Just dodge it and and usually do emergency empathy. When someone's already triggered, that's usually what works. But you can also do NBC. This is an art form, so you got to feel it out and do what feels correct. But those are two big things. Commit to doing NBC and commit to not taking anything anyone says to you personal because there's something else going on. Whatever just happened, that's not really what's probably going on. There's something deeper and you can use NBC to uncover it. And then this little moment of conflict can lead to a deeper connection with this person and more joy, more love, more stimulating conversation, more authentic interaction. And you can resolve long-term issues. It's really powerful. It's really fun. It's a little scary and it can be dangerous because when you are dealing with trigger people, you know, like it's a it's a, things can pop off pretty quick. But in the long term, it's going to be very helpful to all your relationships. So that's another thing. Just you might get it wrong. That's OK. That's why I have a practice group. That's why I do one on one consultations. This does take practice. You're not going to get proficient just by reading a book or listening to this podcast although that will help you become more aware but in the heat of the moment there's a lot of nuances 
and you know just stick to the fundamental principles which are never ever ever imply that anyone is bad or wrong it doesn't help anything it just makes your ego feel good and we all like to do that me included okay i'm not judging i'm just this this is just the life we live in so our ego wants to prove them wrong because it feels good but in the moment it just makes things worse doesn't build connection doesn't solve problems so just don't do it that's a big one and you know use real feelings also be authentic i see in my practice group i see a lot of times people think that if they are they sugarcoat what they say or they try to be nice that it'll help it doesn't help being authentic helps because when you are not authentic we don't really know what we're talking about but when you're authentic with like what is really bothering you or how you really feel, then you can find a real solution. But when you're saying, oh, what bothers me is this, but what's really bothering you is something else. Maybe it sounds silly or maybe it's too dangerous to talk about, but you can't get to the solution as easily as you can when you just bring up what's really bothering you. Okay, so those are the first two big, two or three big things. Oh, another big principle that I highly recommend when you come when you go visit home for the holidays is keep your opinions to yourself. Just don't offer them. Just don't. It's speaking facts. That's that's going to help a lot. And uh, it's not that easy to do, but once you start doing it, it actually becomes very normal because once you realize, "Oh yeah, my opinion like who cares?" It doesn't matter. Why am I offering my unsolicited opinion everywhere? Now, opinion is a nice way to say uh, judgment because they're pretty much the same or diagnosis or evaluation. You know, just just take all those and leave them behind. Now, it's different if someone asks you for your opinion, then, hey, that's great. That's a solicited opinion. Offer it. But another thing is when you are offering your opinion, I recommend not stating them as a fact. So saying things like, oh, it's too cold in here. That's you're saying it like it's a fact, like, no, it's a fact. It's too cold. Someone is wrong. But if you say, well, I think it's too cold or it's too cold for me. Slight, slight adjustment, but you're not implying anybody's bad or wrong. You're just stating your opinion in a, in a proper way or. Hmm. The, the food, did you like the meal? Hmm. <laughs> it was a little salty for me, right? That's fine. You can, you don't, the truth is powerful and beautiful and real. And now you're giving someone real knowledge. But when you say it was too salty, now you're saying it was too salty for everyone and you're a bad chef. So slight adjustments. Don't say your opinion. But if you're going to say your opinion, make sure you state it as an opinion and not as a fact. Okay, so I think this, or to me, it was like this. Okay, that'll just avoid needlessly triggering people around you. Okay, all right, so let's get into it. So if you know that you're going to interact with a family member that you have already had some serious issues with that are unresolved, and, you know, maybe every time you get to them, either you guys avoid each other, or when you talk, things happen. So... For long-term solutions, and let's say you want to interact with them and you want to start the healing process, 
Well, then I recommend talking to them and maybe pulling them aside, asking them if it's a good time to talk. Yeah, you, you Don't just start into last to an NBC statement. Just, just say hi, meet them, greet them and say, hey, you know what? I've been thinking about you and our interactions. And I was wondering if you would be open to just having a little talk to see if we can figure some things out or maybe just learn how to get along better. Something like that, right? And, and set up a time, open up a space. If they're open to it, great. If they're not, fine. You tried. Hey, we can't control anybody. So then if they're like, yeah, sure. Then go aside and what I recommend is your goal is not to immediately solve all your problems with this person, but it's more about identifying how they feel and why. Like what's really going on with them. So that that I recommend to be your first intention. So say you had a big fight with them last year. It's not resolved. So you pull them aside and you're like, hey, you know, last year we had that interaction and I'm feeling anxious because I care about you. I care about the family. I, I just want us all to get along better. But I'm still not sure how to uh, make it better. Are you open to talking about this right now? Okay, that would be an NVC statement. And they're like, sure. And they're like, okay. So then you would submit, switch into maybe, you know, there's no there's no concrete way, right? Everything, every, every way is different. But after you've said that statement, you've kind of created some intimacy and some trust in a little safety bubble. You know, I, I would recommend doing it alone or without anybody around or, you know, you can fill it out. But then just try to identify how they feel and why. So last year when that happened, is were you most upset because of the way I said blah blah blah? Right? And then they're gonna, you know, now you're doing now you're doing emergency empathy and they're gonna say something back to you, and then you're gonna listen to what they say, you're gonna try to go deeper. And you just keep doing emergency empathy and NVC, switching back and forth. If you don't know what I mean, then I recommend going back to other uh, podcast episodes. But I'm just giving you the gist of what you can do. You know, you just, just pull them aside, use some NVC and emergency empathy. But your goal is just to identify how they feel and why. Once you do that, once you finally have nailed it, then it's like it's so much easier to actually communicate and find a win-win solution and build connection and, and resolve these issues. Okay. So that's what I recommend for something that's unresolved and on a regular basis, pull them aside, do some NBC, but your goal is to identify how they feel and why, and then things become much easier to solve. All right. And the same thing works if you have a, a couple relatives who are fighting or are always fighting, or you see that something's going on, there's some tension, and you're like, oh, no, here we go again. And you feel helpless, and you don't want this to go down and, and, and pollute the airwaves of the whole gathering. So what you can do is mediate. And when you mediate, again, your real goal in mediating or your first intention is just to identify how the people feel and why and, and what is the true need. So say they're in the kitchen and someone's fighting. They start to argue and and you come in, boom, you, you you focus first on the one who's most upset and you say, hey, hey, OK, I see what's going on here. I see something's happening. Um, You know, I would just like to help a little bit. 
and then you start doing emergency empathy. Um, auntie, are you feeling frustrated right now because you would like more space in the kitchen to make your dish? And then you listen to what she says and you go deeper. You do not just repeat back to her what she says. You, you, you listen. She's like, no, I'm just tired of having to deal with all these pets in here. Oh, okay. So you're feeling concerned that there's too many animals and germs going on here? Or you, you listen to what she says. She's like, no, I don't care about germs. I just don't want to fall over. Oh, okay. So you're, you know, so you go on that until you identify how she feels and why. And then you switch to the other person and go, okay, so now are you upset because you really want to have your dog in the kitchen while you're cooking? <laughs> the first one, first time you do emergency empathy, just know you're going to feel like you're probably wrong and that's okay. But just make sure you listen to their reply and then you go deeper and deeper and deeper. All right. So and then once you've once you've figured out, OK, so that's why you're upset. What what auntie, what you're really upset is you feel like you're going to trip and fall over one of these dogs while you're cooking in the kitchen. And um, you, mom or sister or uncle, are upset because you really are scared that one of the other dogs in the backyard are going to attack your dog. Okay, so now we see what the real issue is. We can find a solution. Okay, so that's when you mediate. Your real, your real goal is just to find out how they feel and why, how they feel and why, and you do emergency empathy on the one who's most upset, and every time, time things get out of hand, go back to emergency empathy, and you find a win-win solution. Boom! Okay. So, what if you're at a family gathering and someone is talking to you and you are not interested in what they're saying. This is a tricky one, in my opinion, because it's hard for anybody to hear that the person they're talking to is not interested. But you don't really have the choice. What are your choices? Someone's talking to you, and they've been talking for like three minutes straight, and you're checked out, you're barely listening, you're uninterested, you're bored, you're feeling antsy, you want to be anywhere else. Now, you can keep listening and then avoid them, Right? like the plague but that doesn't build connection you can make up a lie oh you know what i gotta go do this right now boom that doesn't build connection or solve or resolve any issues you kind of gotta bite the bullet a little bit and say hey hey, um sorry i'm sorry excuse me wait can we hold on one second okay you gotta you gotta almost interrupt them unless they pause but if they're talking too much sometimes that can go on for a long time so Kind of got to jump in, interrupt them a little bit, maybe apologize. Hey, sorry for interrupting you, right? That, and and that's this. And, and usually you got to do some NVC, but you can always do emergency empathy too. But you you interrupt them a little bit, maybe apologize, and that could be the observable fact. Hey, sorry for interrupting you. Then you go to the feeling. I'm feeling, and you got to be authentic, and it's not easy. And so you got you. I'm feeling restless. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling concerned. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling annoyed. I'm feeling upset, right? Use a real feeling and be as authentic as you can be. And then go to the why. I'm feeling frustrated because I don't, I would like to have an engaging conversation with you and I would like to connect with you, but 
I'm not feeling interested in the direction of what you're saying. Okay, I, I'm not going to lie. That's not easy to say to somebody. But if it's truth, it's truth. And the key is to not imply that they're boring or bad or wrong. Just, just state the fact. And that's a, that's a fact. I'm not interested. I'm not saying it's not interesting. I'm saying I'm not interested. Or I don't know how what you're saying relates to me. Okay? And then you go to the request. And it can be anything, right? It could be, would you be willing to talk about this particular subject? Or would you be willing to let me know how this relates to me? Or could you clarify why you think I'm? this is important for me to hear? Okay, so, so you say that statement. You're just being honest. And it feels really good to, to say that. It's probably going to be a shock to the other person. Highly likely they're going to get triggered. They're going to probably say something like, oh, well, yeah, I guess you got ADD like the rest of the your generation. You know, something derogatory, passive aggressive. That's fine. You're ready for that. You commit. You go, no, I'm going to do this. I'm following through. So you dodge that little insult. Boop, move it to the side. Unscathed. You don't defend. You don't use facts or logic. You don't say, no, no, no. What I mean is, no, no, you don't do any of that. What you do is emergency empathy. Are you upset because you think I'm being selfish by not listening to you? You don't got to be correct, but you got to say something. And then you got to really listen to the reply. Um, are you feeling frustrated because you would like my full attention for as long as you think is necessary <laughs> this is how it's gonna feel it's gonna feel weird it's gonna feel weird because you gotta like just think of it in the moment but you commit to doing it and just know you're probably gonna be wrong the first time but you listen to what they say and you go deeper and you go deeper and you go deeper so i go into more nuance uh, in other episodes and in future episodes but i just kind of want to give you guys the gist of how to deal with all these likely scenarios okay so again you know you do nbc then when they're upset, you do emergency empathy. Just try to just your whole goal is identify how they feel and why. Okay, so I interrupted you. What is it? Is it because you think that what you're saying is important to me and now I'm gonna miss it? Uh, what is it? You know, just keep going, keep going until you identify it. And then once you've identified it, you can go back to NBC. And this, whenever you do that, right? So when someone's talking, you're not interested. It's usually because they're, you know, well, there's a lot of different reasons. But as soon as you start doing NBC and bringing up these real authentic things, usually, even though it's dangerous and can turn into a fight or hurt feelings, it's also more electric. It's more exciting. It's more fun. It's more engaging. It's more connected. And you can really have a great conversation and change your the dynamics of the relationship with this person. And it's kind of a wake up call to them, usually, because they might be just talking on autopilot, not even half, you know, not even aware of what they're doing. A lot of people do that. They just talk and talk and talk. They don't even really know what they're talking about or why or care or not. And then, boom, you bring some presence and some realness. They're shocked. They insult you. You dodge it. Come back with love and emergency empathy. And it's a new experience. All right. So passive aggressive. When someone's passive aggressive, they say some little comment. Kind of sounds like a little bit of a joke, but it's implying that you are bad or evil person or greedy or dumb or messy or overweight or have no style or eat too much, <laughs> whatever it is. They say it, you're instantly triggered, 
so what you what you do then is if you're feeling triggered i don't recommend doing nbc but if you i, I recommend just going right into emergency empathy and and basically you're, you're looking you got a few choices when someone says something like that you can ask them for clarity like hmm or or, or you can you know draw a boundary but it might sound something like this so say something's like oh wow i guess you're finally on time for something implying that you're always late or you're sloppy and then so you say you can go right into emergency empathy oh right you're triggered everyone's a little chuckling a little bit whatever it is and you can say oh are you concerned because you think i have no concept of time and that's going to create problems in my life <laughs> boom it changes the dynamic you listen to what they say and you go deeper but if you wanted to use nbc you can be like okay i'm feeling a little mm, annoyed right now after hearing what you just said to me um i'm not because i'm i'm not sure what you really mean and i would like to know what that is so would you be willing to explain to me what you're actually saying right now <laughs> That's like clarity. And when you put someone on the spot like that, it really forces them to be like, oh, uh, now they have to think about what they say and what they mean. And maybe they have a genuine concern. Maybe you are late all the time. Usually when things bother us, it's because there's a little truth in there. Um, so you know, it doesn't mean that you're agreeing or disagreeing. You just, you just identify what they feel, how they feel and why, why they made that statement. And you go from there. And again, you can have a genuine interaction and you can get to the bottom of things. So basically, when someone says some little sly remark that they want to pass off as a joke. Um, yeah, just just go in for clarity. And a lot of times they'll be like, oh, you're making a big deal of it. So you go, oh, OK, so you're upset because you think I'm, I'm overreacting to what your statement is. And then just keep going, keep going until the energy is clear. And what's going to happen is they're going to be a lot more present when they're speaking with you from then on. It's going to be harder for them to just pass off some sly little remark because you're going to call them out. But, oh, what exactly do you mean when you said that? All right. Well, how about bringing up the past? Someone wants to bring up something that happened in high school and and you're feeling triggered. So, again, you just got to, you know, the pattern is, is just rinse and repeat. If you're feeling triggered, you do emergency empathy or NVC. Your goal is to really identify how they feel and why. Why did they bring that up? Why did they say that? And that just brings presence to the conversation. And you can always do NBC or emergency empathy. Emergency empathy gets right to the heart of the situations fast. And then you do NBC to kind of figure out a strategy, a win-win strategy. Um, but a lot of times you don't even need to. When you, once you do emergency empathy and, and, and the genuine emotions come out, then it's just like an awareness and things kind of just dissolve. And you don't even need to say a lot of things. It's kind of like a, a subtle way of, of drawing boundaries and, and solving issues. And another one that's tricky is alcoholism. So say someone is drinking a lot. Now, you, that's, a, that's, a, you know, that's a common issue. Right. It's, it's tricky. It's touchy. There's not much you can really do, but you can be honest. So say you have an uncle who in the last three Christmases, they get way too drunk, cause a lot of issues. 
and you want to bring it up to him so you can pull him aside and if if you're not triggered then you can you start with the nbc if you know if you said hey you know the last as i thought about coming on this holiday right that's the fact you were coming and you thought about it um i was feeling anxious because 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 i care about you and i care about our whole family and i want things to go well but the last three christmases i think you finished a whole bottle last year and a lot of things happened after that but i'm feeling concerned that something like that is going to happen again so i'm just wondering uh how you how you what's your current relationship with alcohol right so what you what you're doing there is, is you're just kind of bringing up you're bringing it up something that is a genuine concern to you you're not implying they're bad or wrong and you're opening up the dialogue if they get triggered oh mind your own business boom emergency empathy are you upset because you think i'm prying into something that i have no business doing and you have it under control and you just keep going keep going until you identify how they feel and why and if at the end of it this is a tricky one right you can just let them know hey i i love you and i'm going to support you any way possible um but i'm not going to be around you when you've been drinking so so that's kind of one thing you can do you, you can you can try to have a conversation with them about it without implying they're bad or wrong you can just let them know how you feel if they get triggered you identify what it is that's triggering them and then you can just draw a boundary say hey i care about you but i just want to let you know that if you if you drink i'm probably not going to be around because i just don't like those interactions when you're not drinking i love you i'll be around if you ever want to talk about this we can talk about it okay i'm running out of time i gotta go but those are some things i'll probably do another one um possibly about this topic because it's there's endless situations that occur but there's a few common ones just remember commit commit to doing nvc commit to doing emergency empathy commit to not taking anything personal Know that you may make mistakes. That's fine. Just stick to the principles of never implying they're bad or wrong. Be authentic. And yeah, good luck. So I also want to talk to you guys about, um, yeah, I got my practice group uh, once a month. It takes practice. It really does. So if I don't know any other way. You know, I think you. it's good to learn the fundamental principles through books, podcasts, videos. Then you need to practice using them because it's a nuanced thing. And you got to get your brain working in that direction. It takes practice. And I've recently started um, some different packages and they're going really well. I've I've long to, I, for a long time. I've been concerned, like, how do I how do people really get this? Because I'll do a workshop and I give you a lot of knowledge, but it's too much to handle and really like change much. Gives you some ideas. And the practice group is good. It's once a month, but it's not really enough to make a profound shift in using nvc efficiently but what i've started doing is i'm offering through my patreon which is where the practice group is uh, patreon at uh, art, art art of nvc um you can find it on my website or facebook all around uh, but is i'm offering a, a 10 uh, private session package and that has been going really really well 
If you really are committed, you really want to level up. You're like, I need this in my life. It's going to be good for my business, my marriage, my family, and I'm committed. Well, then I, I really, really recommend signing up for the platinum package on my Patreon. And we'll do 10 one-hour sessions. And by the end of these 10 one-hour sessions, you will be able to use NVC in real-life situations with skill and nuance. And you will, it will have a profound effect on all your relationships. I guarantee it. Um, yeah. So, you know, my book is available. Um, the Art of Nonviolent Communication. Uh, audiobook. All that, you probably heard it before. I gotta go. Good luck. Happy holidays.